Hello and welcome to HW News Report. Here you can listen to news from political and economical world. Follow this podcast now to stay updated. At HW News, we have been delivering news that matters to you. Our goal is to present you with information that simulates conversation around topics of larger public importance that are often lost in the noise of shrill prime time. Hello everyone, my name is Aarti and you are watching HW News. If you have been familiar with the political discourse in India, especially after 2014, George Soros is not a new name for you. The billionaire founder of the Open Society Foundations has often been at crossroads with the Indian right wing. In the latest, George Soros' comments on democracy in India after the Adani Hindenburg saga has sparked major controversy. So what did George Soros exactly say that angered the BJP and how Congress has distanced itself from the comments for those who don't know who is George Soros? Let's talk about that. But before that, if you're watching this video on YouTube, please make sure you subscribe to our channel. You like this video and you comment below it. If you're watching this video on Facebook, then please follow our page and share this video to as many people as possible. Speaking at the Munich Security Conference, billionaire George Soros said that the turmoil engulfing Gautam Adani's business empire that has sparked market volatility and lowered investor confidence may open the door to a democratic revival in India. In a dig at Prime Minister Modi, he said, and I quote, Modi is silent on the subject, but he will have to answer questions from foreign investors and in the parliament. This will significantly weaken Modi's stronghold on India's federal government and open the door to push for much-needed institutional reforms. I may be naive, but I expect a democratic revival in India. This is what Soros said in his speech. Now, after the scathing report by U.S. short seller Hindenburg Research on Indian businessman Gautam Adani and his empire, accusing the latter of pulling the biggest corporate fraud in the history, the Adani Group company shares have remained volatile after a huge drop that pulled down the billionaire from third rank to 21st on the list of the world's richest. Some shares are recovering. But the larger concern remains. The Adani Group tried its best to fight off the controversy. However, this wasn't enough to stop the market drought. In a major setback, the group had to cancel its FPO and also prepaid loans worth $1.1 billion. The group is also now considering bringing down revenue projections and cutting the capex. In light of the Adani saga, PM Modi's links with the businessmen have also come under the spotlight. However, despite opposition's demand, PM Modi has refused to speak on the matter inside or outside the parliament. The government is also not ceding to the opposition's demand of JPC to investigate the matter. Now, reacting to George Soros' remark, BJP hit back, saying that he is trying to intervene in India's democratic process. Union Minister Smriti Rani in a press conference, calling Mr. Soros' remark a declaration to destroy India's democratic processes, said that Indians have defeated such foreign powers who tried to meddle with our internal affairs earlier as well. And we will do so again. She said, and I quote, I urge every Indian to give a fitting reply to George Soros. Launching a scathing attack on the billionaire, the union minister also said that he is a designated economic war criminal who has declared his ill intention towards India. 
The man who broke the Bank of England and is designated by the nation as economic war criminal has now pronounced his desire to break Indian democracy. George Soros, an international entrepreneur, has declared his ill intention to intervene in the democratic process of India. Let's hear what Smriti Rani exactly said. Ek videshi taakat, jiske kendra bindu mein hai ek vyakti jinka naam hai George Soros. Unhone elan kiya hai. कि वो हिंदुस्तान के लोकतांत्रिक ढांचे पर चोट करेंगे उन्होंने ऐलान किया है कि वो प्रधानमंत्री मोदी को अपने वार के मुख्य बिंदु बनाएंगे उन्होंने ऐलान किया है कि उनके चलते वो हिंदुस्तान में अपनी विदेशी ताकत के अंतर्गत एक ऐसी व्यवस्था बनाएंगे जो हिंदुस्तान के हितों का नहीं बल्कि उनके हितों का संरक्षण करेंगे आज देश के आवाम को मैं अपील करना चाहती हूं चाहे आप व्यक्ति हो चाहे आप संगठन हो चाहे आप राजनीतिक दल हो हिंदुस्तान ने वर्षों वर्ष तक एक लोकतांत्रिक व्यवस्था में अपनी सरकार को चुना है जॉर्ज सुरोश का ये ऐलान कि वो हिंदुस्तान में मोदी को झुका देंगे हिंदुस्तान की लोकतांत्रिक ढांचे से चुनी हुई सरकार को ध्वस्त करेंगे उसका मुंहतोड़ जवाब हर हिंदुस्तानी को देना चाहिए सीनियर कांग्रेस लीडर जयराम रमेश रेफरिंग टू सोरोस रिमार्क सेड that his party had nothing to do with George Soros and whether the Adani controversy would spark a democratic revival depended on the Congress party, the opposition parties and India's electoral process. Whether the Prime Minister-linked Adani scam sparks a democratic revival in India depends entirely on the Congress party, opposition parties and our electoral process. It has nothing to do with George Soros. Our Nehruvian legacy ensures people like Soros cannot determine our electoral outcomes. He tweeted this. Now this begs the question, who is George Soros? George Soros, a Jew born in Hungary, is a philanthropist and a billionaire. He is 92 years old and is chair of Soros Foundation LLC. He is also known as a powerful and influential supporter of liberal social causes. He was born into a prosperous Jewish family that left Hungary when he was 17 when the Nazis arrived. In 1947, they reached London where Soros studied philosophy at the London School of Economics. Later, he gave up his plans to becoming a philosopher and instead joined London Merchant Bank, Singer and Friedlander. In 1956, he moved to the New York City, where he worked initially as an analyst of European securities and rapidly made his mark. In 1973, Soros established the Soros Fund, later it was also renamed as Quantum Endowment Fund, a hedge fund that subsequently spawned a range of associated companies. His daring investment decisions caused the fund to grow rapidly, but not all of his gambles succeeded. He correctly foresaw the worldwide stock market crash of October 1987, but he wrongly predicted that Japanese stocks would fall hardest of all. Now, Soros' status as an almost mythical financier was established in September 1992 when the British government devalued the pound sterling. 
Through his quantum group of companies, Soros had sold billions of pounds during the days preceding the devaluation, much of it purchased with borrowed money. Afterwards, Soros brought back pounds, repaid the money he had borrowed and made a profit of about $1 billion. In short, he short sold pounds. Others also profited from the pounds fall, but the scale of Soros' operations dwarfed those of everyone else and the gambit earned him the nickname, the man who broke the Bank of England. Not only that, he also had run-ins with governments in Asia as well. In 1997, Thai Prime Minister accused him for being responsible for the fall of Malaysian dollar. Later, he betted on internet stocks after 1999. In 2002, he was accused of insider trading and he was also fined by a French court. The decision was upheld by the highest court of France in 2006. Now let's talk about the open society and political activism of George Soros. In 1984, Soros used some of his profits to create the Open Society Foundations, a philanthropic organization that included a network of foundations. His initial work focused on the education sector, primarily in Eastern Europe. He built schools and provided scholarships in countries like Hungary, Czechoslovakia, Poland, Russia and Yugoslavia. He continued spending on the foundations, apparently to help establish democracy in Eastern Europe and elsewhere. However, he is also accused of meddling in several countries' politics through his network of companies. For example, in 2003, he provided startup funding for the liberal think tank, the Center for American Progress, and he pledged millions of dollars to groups such as moveon.org to oppose the re-election of President George W. Bush, a Republican. He later was prominent supporter of Democratic Senator Barack Obama's presidential campaigns in 2008 and 2012 and he also donated to Hillary Clinton in the 2016 election and to Joe Biden in 2020. In 2010, George Soros gave $100 million to the non-governmental organization Human Rights Watch. With his support of Democrats and liberal causes, Soros frequently drew criticism from Republicans and conservatives and also right-wing groups in other countries. Several conspiracy theories believe that George Soros might be behind the attack on Modi government. Well, but as of now, seems like not only the BJP but even the Congress does not want to do anything with George Soros' comments. Do let us know what you think about this in the comment box below. For more news and updates, you can log on to www.hwnews.in. If you like this episode, please rate us with five stars right now. HW News Podcasts are available on Benchpods and all other audio platforms. Also, don't miss to check out South Connect from the House of HW News Podcasts. And we're sure you'll love it too.